everybody. This is Valerie Van Boeven, and today we are going to talk a little bit more. Oh, I look so fabulous, too. Glad you all could join me with looking so fabulous. Today we're going to talk a little bit more about going live on Facebook. And I sent a note out to all of our clients this afternoon to let them know that today we're going to go through what I call a community education presentation. So for those folks who are in our Facebook programs, whether you are in uh, the engagement or you are in Plus or Pro, we are going to do uh, community education presentations for your local community and for your list. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through one. The timing may not be exactly right. Um, I have it on an automatic um, slideshow. So... It may not be exactly right, but it'll give you the gist of how we're going to move through this presentation. The first thing I want to tell you, and, and I'm talking mainly to my clients, but for any of you out there who um, are not really comfortable doing a live presentation, you don't have to be on the screen like I am all the time. You definitely don't have to show your face. Um, but it does help for people to know who's talking, but that's not always required. So I'm going to show you what it looks like uh, to do a sort of sort of like doing a webinar, basically. And uh, we're going to do it in a generic fashion. We're going to do this for our Facebook clients. It's going to broadcast to their Facebook business page. It's generic in nature, so it doesn't show anybody's logo, nobody's phone number. All that information will be included in the video um, after the video is rendered. It'll be included on the post itself. It's not going to be in the video. So you don't have to worry about seeing your competition's information. You don't have to worry about anybody else seeing, you know, stuff that doesn't pertain to you or them. It's all about you and very good senior care information. This On this presentation, we're going to go through one that's all about fall risk and seniors and falling. So hang on with me just a second, and we will get started. So, of course, my presentation is already showing. So we're going to see here. Let's start from the beginning, friends. <laughs> Let me see what I can do to make this go back. Well, maybe I can't make it go back, so we're going to do this instead. I'm magical. Let me add a scene in here. And we are magically going to go to display capture. And I am going to do it from my desktop. Yay. Okay. So, hold on one second here. Here we go. And slideshow from the beginning. Aha. Now let's see what you guys see and make sure it's all looking fabulous. I think it is. Yay. Okay. So this is the presentation that we'll be getting, uh, giving as a community education presentation. And so I'm going to go through it. I'm going to give you a little extra dialogue since we're not doing this for a community presentation. I'm actually kind of walking you through how this works. 
So I'm going to introduce myself. Nobody really knows who I am. They just know I'm a registered nurse when I introduce myself. Um, and then I'm going to go through the presentation. So the presentation starts like this. My name is Valerie Van Boeven. I'm a registered nurse. And today we're going to talk about seniors and falling. A little fall is a big worry for seniors and the elderly. And this is part of our part one of our community education series. Over the next few months, you're going to see lots of these um, videos and Facebook presentations. So we hope that you join us. We will try to let everybody know in advance of our presentations when they're going to occur. If you're not watching this live, um, or if you are watching this live and you have to leave, just know that this presentation will be available on the Facebook page that you're watching. It will be available about 20, 15 to 20 minutes after the live presentation ends. The, the recording will be there as well. So we're glad you could join us today. When seniors fall, consequences are serious both to seniors and their families. They, it leads to injury and sometimes they can be fatal. Um, and sometimes this signals the beginning of the end for the seniors and dependents. We hope not, but sometimes when recurring falls happen, it starts to mean other things need to be put in place. So how big is this problem? One out of five falls cause a serious injury, such as broken bones or a head injury. 2.5 million older adults every year are treated in emergency departments for fall injuries. 700,000 patients a year are hospitalized because of a fall injury, most often because of a head injury or hip fracture. Each year, at least 250,000 older people are hospitalized for hip fractures. More than 95% of hip fractures are caused by falling, usually by falling sideways. And falls are the most common cause of traumatic brain injuries. Adjusted for inflation, the direct medical costs for fall injuries are $34 billion annually. Hospital costs account for two-thirds of the total. One out of three seniors who live independently at home will experience a major fall each year. This graph shows fatal and non-fatal fall injuries among people age 65 and over. So 1% of them died, 24% were treated in the emergency department and hospitalized, 76% were treated in the emergency department and released, and it's unknown how many fall, other millions of fall-related injuries there are. A summary of 12 studies cites the following most common reasons for falls, the effects of drugs on the elderly, and the difficulties surrounding medication compliance are also believed to be the root cause for many fall incidents. So 31% um, is an accident or the environment, an environmental hazard. We're going to talk about that in a minute. 17% is a gait or balance disorder, 15% other, 13% dizziness, 10% it says drop attack, 5% unknown, 4% is confusion, visual problems, and then at the bottom, postural hypotension. So that means getting dizzy when you stand up. The American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons says this. She says she wants to keep living in her home. We say it starts by keeping her on her feet. Did you know that survivors of falls may experience debilitating fractures of the hip, wrists, or spine? And finally, did you know that falling or the fear of falling oftentimes leads to loss of confidence, imposed isolation, and immobility? 
there was an Elder Fall Prevention Act created in 2002, and it says, or the, the rationale for this is that it is a national approach to reducing elder falls, which focuses on the daily life of senior citizens in residential, institutional, and community settings as needed. The approach should include a wide range of organizations and individuals, including family members, healthcare providers, social workers, employers, and others. Reducing preventable adverse events such as elder falls is an important aspect to the agenda to improve their safety. And so that's one of the reasons why we're doing this presentation today is to talk about what causes our, our seniors to fall and what we can do to avoid that. So some of the external factors that cause falls, um, commonly a senior who's on four or more medications um, and poor lighting are often some of the external factors that cause folks to fall. Internal factors include slowed reflexes, balance disorders, weakness or tightness in the limbs, low blood pressure, visual deficits, edema or swelling, especially in the ankles, and then osteoporosis, which literally means porous bone, a condition in which the bone mass or density is less than would be expected for a person of a given age. Some of the risk factors for that include 65 years older and over, very thin, early onset of menopause, low calcium diet, excess alcohol intake, low blood pressure, visual deficit or macular degeneration, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's disease, fear of falling. Other risk factors for falling are folks who are female, white or Asian, a family history of falling, anyone who's a smoker, swaying when walking, a foot disorder or problem, lack of exercise or weakness, a prior stroke, osteoarthritis of the knees or hips, and what can you do to prevent falls? Brown bag test. If you've never done this, it's a great time to, to consider taking all of your medications into your doctor. So talk to doctor and pharmacist once a year about your medications. Multiple medications can cause dizziness, drowsiness, and balance problems. Tell your doctor if you're experiencing vision or hearing loss. Have you or those around you noticed a change in your hearing? Dizziness can occur with hearing loss. You can set up an appointment to have your hearing checked. Have you or those around you noticed a change in your vision? Seeing obstacles is the first step in avoiding a fall. Keep your glasses clean and have your eyes examined once a year. If you have fallen in the past year, especially if you've fallen two or more times in the last six months, tell your healthcare provider and describe how you fell. Do you wear floppy slippers or a long bathrobe? Be sure to wear well-fitting slippers with non-skid soles. Avoid night clothing that drags on the floor and keep your robe tied. Tell your healthcare provider if you feel weak in your legs or have any other problems with your legs or feet. Do you have trouble reaching overhead? Put commonly used things on shelves that are easy to reach. If you must reach overhead, keep a sturdy stool handy. Picking up objects from the floor. Plan ahead and move the object closer to something sturdy so you have something to hold on to. If you have trouble getting in and out of the bathtub, Consider adding grab bars to the walls or using a tub seat to assist while bathing. 
Non-skid tub mats and a handheld shower can also be useful. What can you do to prevent falls? Do you have trouble getting in and out of a chair? Avoid sitting on low furniture. Chairs with arms make it easier to get up. Walking without, do you have trouble walking without holding on to something? If you feel unsteady without holding on to something, you may need an assistive device like a cane or a walker. So think about the things in your home. These are external factors that may be uh, causing falls. So perform an, a home assessment for safety to include lighting, flooring, and furniture placement. So do you have throw rugs? Throw rugs pose a tripping hazard. Tack them down or remove them completely. Do you have stairs without rails? Using handrails to go up and down stairs is easier and safer. Add handrails to all stairs if possible. Do you have clutter in your walking space? Clutter such as shoes, electrical cords, and magazines are a safety hazard. Keep pathways clear. Do you have dark hallways or stairwells? Good lighting can reduce the chance of falling. Consider adding night lights where overhead lighting is lacking. Add bright tape strips to the edge of each stair. Always keep a charged flashlight near your bed for emergencies. A nightlight in the bathroom can also make night trips to the bathroom safer. Here's what you can do right now. Consider companion services in the home. Have us come to your house to assess the need for care. Have us come to your home to assess any safety issues in the home. And talk to us about your situation. We can help. If you're watching this presentation, please go back to the Facebook page where you came from and make sure you call us and set up an appointment or just call and talk to us about your situation. We may have some very helpful suggestions for your home and for the senior loved ones in your life. Thank you so much for watching our educational presentation today on seniors and falling. We hope you join us next time. Okay, so that is the presentation. It's quick. It doesn't take long at all. Let me make sure I, oh, here I am. It doesn't take long at all to go through that presentation. Um, there's not, you know, if there are questions, I will be able to see them and I can answer them. Or you can watch your Facebook page for questions and answers um, and you can answer them as well. This is information that's available to anyone. We're just presenting it as a community resource. And along with that presentation comes press release and advertising about the presentation. So it's short because people aren't going to spend hours at a time watching somebody online. We want to keep those videos short. We want to be able to use them again and again. Once we've done it, it's yours to keep. And uh, you'll have it on your timeline and in your suite of videos for as long as you have your Facebook page. So having an entire suite, we'll do one a month over six months. Having an entire suite of short community education presentations is awesome. And of course, if you're our client, um, you can go ahead and use those PowerPoint presentations. You can do those community presentations um, in person if you want at any show or any speaking engagement. Uh, so we have actually gone through and updated all six of our community education presentations. Um, they include things like taking away the keys when you, when you have to consider whether mom or dad should be driving, 
Um, there's one about having to talk about long-term care with our family members, um, falls in the home, and there are two or three others. I can't remember the names right off the top, but they're all generic, and they all um, help folks make you know decisions and understand more about you know making sure that the house is safe so somebody doesn't fall or whatever. Um, it's just an added extra that we want to do for all of our clients. If you're not our client, um, you can either become our client or you can do these kinds of presentations on your own. You can use Facebook Live um, and do them sort of like a webinar. You announce the day and time that it's going to happen. Um, you send a note out to all of your clients, just like I sent a note out to all of you today. And then some people will show up. Some people won't. That's okay. We can even do it like a webinar and actually ask them to sign up to attend the presentation. Um, but it's much easier if you just send a little note out and then 10 minutes before the presentation, you send a reminder. And then those who can attend will. The other piece of this is that when this presentation is over, it becomes a video that we can boost. So we can boost this video to your entire local audience, whether they're a fan of your page or not, um, to your entire metro area. And so other folks will be able to see your live presentation. Facebook loves live video. So anytime you do something like this, they're always going to give your live video preference over something that was just shared from YouTube. So we always want to keep it live and we always want to keep it right on Facebook. So I hope that helps everybody today. This is exactly what's going to happen in our first uh, set of presentations is going are going on uh, February 23rd. Uh, so you should have received an email from me that talks all about this if you're our, one of our clients. And this is only pertaining to those who are our Facebook clients. So if you're not in our Facebook program, one of the three, then we won't be doing this for you. So you don't have to worry about it. Um, but if you'd like to switch over to Facebook, the cost is about the same. You're welcome to talk to George about that. So thanks, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of your week. It's hump day and we're almost to the weekend. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.